0: Welcome aboard.
1: What a Monday. What a football Monday. Unbelievable. What a weekend. What an absolutely unbelievable weekend. Everything we hoped for came true on Sunday. By the way, Eagles play shitty in the first half. They still pull it out and win. That's a sign of a good ball team, my friends. That's a sign of a good ball team. What'd they do again against Washington? They spot them 10 points still, right? Team with the intestinal fortitude goes out and wins that ball game. And they get it done. Now run their record to 9-7. and They beat Washington 20-16. to And now, because the Vikings lost last night to the Packers, congratulations, Eagle fans. You're going to the playoffs where anything can happen. It's like going to freaking Disney World, man. You don't know what can happen. The playoffs are all about this matchups. And you've got the formula to win a playoff game. You got a formula to maybe win a few playoff games. Tough. Tough minded football team. Even with your number one dude down, Miles Sanders, you still go out. And you get it done running the ball. Tick shy of 120 on the ground. You weren't very good on third down, 4-12. Penalties kind of high, 6 for 42 yards, but Jalen Hurts comes through. 17-26, to 26, 214, 91 quarterback rating. Boston Scott stepped up, 47 yards, Jalen 44 himself. Dallas Goddard starting to become a player. Six catches, 71 yards. Devontae Smith, 54 yards. You're becoming an offense. You've really become a football team here. These are the things that we hoped for at the beginning of the year, wasn't it? By the way, I predicted nine wins. You have a shot of winning 10 ball games this year? Unbelievable. If you told me at the beginning of this season that the Philadelphia Eagles having dumped Carson Wentz, fired their Super Bowl coach, we're gonna win ten ball games. I said you were high, and here it is. You are. It's incredible. Nine and seven. Nine and seven. Unbelievable. I got a couple topics here. By the way, I am so excited to talk to you today. I've been waiting all day to talk to you, man. You know what? Now that we're talking playoffs here, by the way, please hit the like button. You guys have been great. The college football playoff games, they sucked, didn't they? NFL told us a little bit over the weekend, though. They really did. Those semifinal games, hey, this just in. The Southeastern Conference is the premier league of college football. Okay? They're the premier league. The rest of them suck. Stop pretending. It was always going to be Alabama-Georgia from September to today. It was always going to be those two teams playing for the national title. And they solidified winning the SEC is tougher than winning the national championship, as we now see. We'll talk a little bit about that later on in the program. By the way, bottom of the hour, Gary Cobb will join us from Fox 29. I'll get to my thoughts on A.B. here in a minute. But let me get to the Eagles first man, I got to tell you Sam, this is really a really unbelievable thing and i I, I want to ask you the question do you do you think it was because of an easy schedule or is this a good football team? okay was this was this the result of a was this the result? Of a favorable schedule because you won four games a year ago? Or is this a good team? All right. Listen, I, I, I see guys asking me about Antonio Brown. And let me say this to you guys. I want to say something really right off the top here before we get into Eagle football here. Guys, there's something wrong with this guy. Okay, this is more than just being a hemorrhoid on a football team and being an asshole. By the way, thank you, Anthony. It is my birthday today. Thank you, guys. This, this goes beyond being a bad teammate. This goes beyond being a lunatic or being a cancer in the clubhouse. This goes on T.O. stuff. This guy needs help. This guy is easily one of the most talented football players I've ever seen at the wide receiver position, and I'm watching a guy do something that I did years ago. Walk away from the game. You'll regret it. You will regret it. Guys, I'm going to tell you something flat out here, okay? Okay? Guys, just tell me and just understand something here. This goes beyond, okay? This goes beyond things. I want to expand a little bit more here, okay? Hey, man, thank you very much. Thank you very much for the happy birthday. Guys, is this a good football team? Look at you guys, man. You guys are awesome. Is this a good football team, or do you believe that this football team has benefited from a weak schedule down the line? Who's been responsible for this? Howie, Sirianni, Jalen Hurts, the defense. You guys were two and five. You were two and five. By the way, the conversation about Jalen Hurts, it's over, 9-7. Jalen Hurts put you in the playoffs. Jalen Hurts put you in the playoffs, friends. He deserves another chance, absolutely. Over with. No more conversation. Don't want to hear it. Unless Russell Wilson is coming through those doors, guess what? I don't want to hear it. Let's make that proclamation here. Unless Russell Wilson is running out of the tunnel at Lincoln Financial, I don't want to hear any other conversation about any other quarterback but Jalen Hurts. Is that fair? Is that fair? If Russell Wilson is the guy and he's running out of the tunnel at Lincoln Financial, you got me? We'll turn the page. But I don't want to hear the Garoppolos. I don't want to hear any of these other guys like Sam Darn. I don't want to hear any Teddy Bridgewater's. I don't want to hear anybody in the draft. There's nobody in the draft coming up better than that kid. Unless Russell Wilson runs out of that tunnel, it's Jalen Ertz's team. Is that fair, men? Is that fair? This guy has done it. He's passed the audition. He put your team in the playoffs. You were two and five. He would not allow this team to quit when it would have been so freaking easy to quit. Two and five? If Carson Wentz is the quarterback on a two and five Philadelphia Eagle team, you guys finished with five wins this year. Is that a fact? This guy's moxie. His moxie, you can feel it in that huddle. Am I wrong? So one more time, if Russell Wilson is not the guy running out of the tunnel at Lincoln Financial in 2022, Jalen Hurts is the future quarterback for this team. Okay? Tremendous. We're going to talk about all the people that were responsible for putting this team in the postseason. Howie, Sirianni, Hertz, defense, 2-5 and five start. By the way, guys, if you guys have been posting, please repost. Because as you know, I add you to the content. You guys are the content of the show. And we go from there. Congratulations, guys. For a city that deserves it. My God Almighty, may I please say this to you guys. Man, you, 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 you can't be more privileged to talk in a city that truly respects and loves to see winning football. Respects a guy who's been kicked in the nuts and refuses to lose. Jalen Hurts refuses to lose. He just refuses to lose. And you know what? I can go to battle with guys like that. Man, he refuses. He refuses to play another position. He refuses to be denied. Jesus, man, he guys. Jade's World. Let's go! Easy money. QB. Zero wins against winning teams. Well... We'll find out. Postseason's coming, easy money. How about this? That Dallas Cowboy team once again doing Dallas Cowboy things, right? Dallas Cowboys doing Dallas Cowboy things. You had a team rolling into the into Arlington, and Arizona was on vapors. They didn't have their star running back. They didn't have their star wideout. And Kyler Murray goes in there and makes Dak Prescott looks like a fourth round quarterback. You talk about gagging. The Cowboys gagged away an opportunity at being the number one seed. And you're gonna get those guys this weekend. Boy, do I want the Cowboys! Oh my God, we got to talk about the Washington game, but it's Cowboy Week. It's Cowboy Week. Oh, man, give me them dudes. Man, I'm going to get in that ass. That's for damn sure. Let's get in that ass this week. Oh, wait. Do you have him at the link? <laughs> you guys have the cow. Don't tell me you guys have the Cowboys at Lincoln Financial. Holy cow. Hey, Michael, how about Ertz, man? Huh? Zach Gertz, hell of a job, man. So wait a minute. You've got the Cowboys at your barn? Well, this just in. This ain't your mama's eagles now. This is your daddy's eagles. This is your dad's eagles. Got to be the hottest ticket in Philly. Got to be the hottest ticket in Philly. Hey, by the way, Muhammad, you guys are the greatest fans on the fucking planet. Holy cow. Eagle fans. I got goosebumps, man. Look at this. I got goosebumps. So Eagle fans are at FedEx. They're reaching over to try to get a piece of Jalen just to congratulate him on an amazing year. They fall in. What does he do? Instead of rolling out of there, leaving, he goes over there and makes sure everybody's okay, takes selfies with him, pictures with him. Eagle fans are hugging him, thanking him for doing the job that he's done this year. Man, I'll tell you what, man. Made me fucking go like this. That's dope. That's fucking dope. He's hugging people. COVID's around. He didn't give a shit about that. He cared about the fan base that was sitting there and came all the way um, up to see them or down to see them. Dog. That's fucking great. Scott, you see your fans, man? Your fans were so cool to him. There was a woman that hugged him. There was a kid there that wanted a picture with him. He went over took a picture. That's a guy that's like Steph Curry. You know, Steph Curry's got that. He, he's got that quality that you want to be a friend of his, you know, that you're rooting for him, like, you know, another size guy who's just changing the game. He's endeared himself to you guys, man. I agree. BF, yes. Yes, man, he's endeared himself. Boy, I'll tell you something, man. You think Nick Foles. And Nicky Foles, man, will never have to buy a sandwich at Geno's ever again. But Jalen Hurts, man, is winning the hearts of the city of brotherly love. And that ain't no gimmick. That's a reality. I'll tell you something about what I've been watching this whole year the pits and the swings this year that we've been on with this team. You know, you guys wane sometimes because you know why? I'll tell you something. You know what what, you, you, you know what Xander said to me one time? Xander said this to me. Xander said this to me about you guys. and He's not wrong. Sometimes when you're two and five, he's like this, man, you know, You know, I don't know how many people are really watching. Maybe they've checked out. You know why that is? Because you guys don't want to talk shit on your team. You don't want to come on a show and start dogging your team because you love them too much. In the end, Philadelphia, like Jason Kelsey says, you know what he says? You win, people are going to be there for you. Nobody really wants to dope on these guys, a bag on these guys, man. You don't want to sit here and say Sirianni sucks. You don't want to say Jalen's not the guy. Who roots for failure? Honestly, man, who roots for failure? Dude, if you root for failure, don't come on my program. I like winners. I just love winners. I love people who want to see people do well. You know, I don't root for anybody's demise. Because we're our own self-destructive person. Me, especially. Okay? We saw it with Antonio Brown. That's self-destructing. That's right, man. Oh, my God. Philadelphia fans are not fraud-ass fans. Man, I would never in a billion years say that. Man, you guys have proven to me. Here, here's my fan bases in America. Patriots, Steelers, Packers, Eagles. Eagles. Here are your front runners Rams, Chargers, Niners. I think Bears are decent fans too. Chicago's got good fans. It's a good sports town. Okay. It is. Pittsburgh's a great one. New Orleans is shockingly good too. Okay. Tampa's great. Tampa's more of a college town though because of the Gators. Hughes says, I love Philly. The love of Philly, man. Big Chris says, we are truly a wild card with the number one rushing attack. That's scary, Chris. William says, facts. Larry says, Wentz had a good game. <laughs> okay, Larry. Okay, I saw it. Hey, man, got to hand it to the Raiders, though. I bought the job Derek Carr has done with that team. Just when you want to throw dirt on them, they're not surrendering. Eastside Monster, what do you think about the Colts' loss, Big Sills? Huge loss for them. Huge loss. Gators are closer to Orlando than Tampa. Absolutely, but more honks are in Tampa, believe me. I did sports talk radio there for 15 years, my friend. BF. I got to tell you, man, Tampa's filled with uh, gator honks. You can't get one over on Eagle fans. Absolutely not, man. They will spot a piece of shit in 10 seconds. You guys know a phony when you see them, man. Muhammad goes like this. The best part of this, we got three picks. Hey, that is, think about all the teams that have made it. Think, Dude, way to go. Way to go, Xander. Think about this for a second, guys. You're a playoff team, and you got three first-rounders. What? That's usually designated for shitholes like Jacksonville. The Jets. You know, those kind of teams. Not playoff teams, not teams that were 2-5. and five. Oh, congratulations, Joe Judge is being brought back by the Giants. If I was an Eagle fan, I'd be like this, thank God. We'll kill that team for the next three years. Eastside Monster winning while rebuilding is insane. Frank says, yes, Hertz earned another year, at least. That's minimum, Frank. I think the Eagles got better after early season lumps. Hey, but you know what, Frank? I think people kind of hit it on the nail there on the head. You know what it was? You had to get used to each other, man. It was a brand-new coaching staff. You didn't know who the hell that – what they were asking you to do. was a brand-new staff, a brand-new system after week eight. The Eagles have been one of the better football. What is it now, seven or eight games you guys have won? Am I wrong with that? Or is it seven or nine? Something like that. You guys are like freak shows right now. Three number – I got to make sure I say it right. Three number ones. Gabriel says, hope Judge keeps playing the fight song at Giants practice. He's such a dope. You think this is high school or college? Give me a break, dog. Coach of the year? Yeah, I think Vrabel's – hey, Philly, Philly 559. Coach of the year? How about this, dude? Mike Vrabel's got to get love. If he gets the number one seed in the AFC without Derrick Henry, come on, man. Seven and two since the Flowers Beach. Wow. I guess – hey, guess what? He could play – if that dude wins a playoff game and beats Dallas this weekend, he can plant all the flowers he wants. Just make sure they're pot seeds. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Hard to believe he's from Philly. <laughs> Kevin, that's good. By the way, don't forget, man, my guy Gary Cobb's going to be with us. Hey, Jay Glaze is still a little under the weather. He's going to be next week, but I think we're getting Chris Sims tomorrow. Hey, remember Chris Sims? Had Jalen Hurts ranked, what was it, 42? We're going to get him on. I believe we're getting him on either tomorrow or Wednesday. Oh, man. Frank, 12 Eagles tested positive for COVID today. Oh, Are all vaccinated? Don't play. Don't play. Oh, my God, man. (laughs) Hey, Muhammad, pot seeds? We're good. Wait a minute, man. And look, I want to talk about the game. You guys played the shittiest game in the last couple weeks and you still win. That's a sign of a good team, man. That's a sign of a good team. You weren't very good on third down. That first half stunk. This is a second half football team. Hey, fly at the end of the day, playoffs. Thank you. Oh, we'll drill Sims. 42. What's he ranked now? Where would you? Hey, that's a great topic. Where would you rank Jalen Hurts? Chris Sims at the beginning of the year came on our show and said he was the 42nd-ranked quarterback in the NFL. Where would you rank him now? Hey, Steven, Zach Taylor, I had to look up the coach's name for the Bengals earlier in the year. I never heard of the guy. Man, I'll tell you what, Mike Brown and the Bengals have built themselves a football team that's going to be around a long time in the AFC. I mean, Joe Burrow's the deal. Noodles, top 10. Oh, top 15. B. Costello. Muhammad says he's top 15, Dan. Top 10. Ree. Hey, Ree, not only is he the Pro Bowl alternate, he's probably going this year because you know Rodgers and Brady won't go. Jeremiah, can you believe people are talking maybe top 15? He went from 42 to 15. Wow. I know, man. They just beat the Chiefs. I, got, Mike Vrabel's done a hell of a job. Hey, Alex, I mean, Alex, excuse me. Joe Burrow is not, but he, he is spectacular. Spectacular. Just spectacular. I mean, just absolutely spectacular. You smell the weed in my room? Not yet. Mel Reese didn't travel to Washington because he says it's a dump. ha, <laughs> ha. Dude, Landover is a shithole. Are you crazy? Guys, please hit the like button. I think we're going to blow away our records for the likes today. You guys are killing it. Big Chris goes like, oh, wait, Chris. Shot across the bow? You want to go in the opening round? I think you're probably going to get, if I had to bet, I think you're probably going to get either the Rams. I think you get the Rams or the Bucks. I think you're going to get the Rams or the Bucks. Birdman says, Sills, what's the record? Xander knows the record. I don't know what it is. Hey, hit the like button. Wipe your feet. Hey, wait a minute. Hey, man, you want to hear something? Hey, Alexis, you want to know what I used to do before I went onto a football field? Okay. Hey, do you want to know what I used to do? Okay. Guys, wait a minute. I used to do like this before I got in. Just like I was getting ready to get into the ring. People in the opposing team used to see me do it. And they go, what are you doing? I go, I'm getting ready for your ass. That's what I'm doing. I, I got to take a timeout. G Cobb's ready. Oh, listen, guys, please do me a favor. Hit the like button. We're going to talk to our friend Gary Cobb. Get his thoughts from Fox 29 to keep it right here on the national football show.
2: This is Joe Krause of Krause's Coats inviting you to donate a slightly worn coat or jacket and help veterans stay warm this winter. Go to Krause's Coats on Facebook to help those who've served. Have a happy holiday.
0: The city of Philadelphia sparkles during the Christmas holiday season with an array of colorful light displays and illuminated Christmas trees donated or installed for free by the talented electricians of IBEW Local 98. To learn more about who we are, what we do, and career opportunities at IBEW Local 98, visit us at www.ibew98.org.
3: Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you.
2: Three, one, two, three. Because
3: Philadelphia Dreams deserve a Philadelphia Bank. As a hard-working American, you've never experienced how tough life can be until now. A catastrophic injury while working on the job. A personal injury from someone else's negligence. Turned away by other law firms in the region who didn't bother to learn your story. It's time to meet the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm and managing partner, Brian Fritz. Badly injured? Call the Fritz & Bianculli Law Firm. Find out why they say, we got this.
0: Go for the midnight dares. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com.
1: Welcome back. National Football Show. Dan Cilio. Huge crowd here today. We really appreciate all of you guys jumping aboard with us. And it is a pretty miraculous turnaround of what we saw from the beginning of the year to where we are today. Where you, because of the Minnesota Vikings losing to the Packers last night, you now are a playoff team. It's incredible. It is absolutely incredible. But maybe we should have seen this because, remember something, brand new staff. Brand-new coordinators. It took a couple weeks to settle the waters. And since week eight, this has been a completely different football team. All right, guys, do me a favor. Please hit the like button. We bring in our friend from Fox 29, our friend Gary Cobb. And, Gary, you and I probably should have saw this at the beginning. We knew that there was going to be a transition. It happened at the beginning of the year. All the quirky things that Sirianni was going through, the coordinators, the players not being all on the same page. You know what? They hit week eight and they've really never looked back. But for you, what's been the biggest turnaround for this team from that two and five start?
4: I guess it was um I kind of remember uh the game where uh Miles Sanders broke out. You know, they well, they really marched and they scored. It, it it's a game they didn't win. I'm trying to remember which uh they didn't win the game, but they did march down for a couple scores, and uh, they, they wound up coming up a little short. But you saw the running game and, and the capability of that running game because that's really what changed, the, the uh, I think, the season around is once they got behind those big guys up front and they really started relying on their running game uh, and they weren't throwing the ball as much because early in the season, they didn't even give Miles Sanders – Miles Sanders was their top rusher, You're giving him the ball, you know, six and seven times a game, you know, which is unheard of, you know, especially when you look at them, when you got a young quarterback. See, that's the thing is when you have a young quarterback. And, and I think in fairness to Nick, you know, he's learning on the job. He, he's never been head coach before. And he's never had a, you know, been in charge of where you got this young quarterback. You are the head coach. And what are you going to do? And, and being honest, even though you were a wide receiver coach, you know, hey, the strength of your team is not throwing the ball. That's not the strength of your team. And, and I think the thing he did is he also won over a lot of the players because he showed some humility. Now, you know, they, it, it can get tough in Philly as a head coach. He didn't start pointing fingers at the players. He, he took responsibility. Uh, and and that was a big thing. And I think he won over a lot of the guys that were. They said, you know what, we can follow this guy. We believe in him because, you know, he's not pointing a finger. And they and they. Uh, I think the whole team was really uh, uh, looking for answers. And they started seeing it. The strength of the football team was that offensive line, you know. And they started letting those guys really lean. They leaned on them, and they started pounding the ball. And then that opened up the, the passing game. I think it also helped out the defense. Uh, and and defensively, they took a while to kind of really find themselves. And I, I still – I think at times they're still finding themselves because they come out in the first half and they're kind of playing a uh, that straight-up zone and they're not really getting after the other team's passer. And I think they change. changed. And what they've got to do is they, they've got to be able to start out the game hotter. You know, you can't spot people – 10, 14 points. Good teams, you know you cannot spot them. Now, if they play Tampa, you give Brady and those guys 14, 21 points, you're done. They're going to start running the ball. They're going to start eating up the clock. And you look up and the game is over. So they cannot start out slow. You got to start out fast. And uh, so it's going to be interesting to see. They're, They're still developing, but they really have made a lot of progress. And so you got to give Nick Sirianni a lot of credit in that he didn't panic when things weren't going well. Now I've seen a lot of coaches. Hey, Chip Kelly came in here and started pointing the finger because he he had never been in a place this hot. Meaning, like from a a media standpoint, it gets hot in Philly. You got to be able to withstand the the uh, uh, the assault. <laughs> <laughs> And then you've got to be able to say, hey, look, we're going to stay together, fellas. We're going to stay together. I don't care what anybody outside this room says. We are going to fight together. We're going to stay together. And we're not going to start pointing fingers. And he's the one that did that. He led the way with that. So I give Nick a lot of credit. He he's the one that really was um, the guy that started things. And then once they started having a little success, it just kind of built. I mean, because they were very close. I mean, they could very easily have won eight of those games rather than than seven of them. I mean, when you think about, you know, that lost that giant game. But um it's gonna be interesting. But uh, you know, I, I gotta give them a lot of credit. They they really came out of nowhere uh because I surely didn't see them in the playoffs uh, you know, early in the season. No way, halfway through. I playoffs, what? Right, but, two but and five. It, and they got two a game and five. to
1: get to play. Right, two and five, and then all of a sudden, now you're seven and two over the last nine ball games here. And I think it was the Raider game that you were referencing. Yeah, I think well, uh, I early, think
4: it was that Raider game. You're right. Early on game, in but... the year,
1: but you know what, G- you, you know what, Gary, I, I I think the two things that you broached there a little bit, patience that he had. So, easy. how many times do you hear a coach do this when shit starts going sideways? Hey, man, look, we got to get the players in the right direction. It's code for you. you're sucking. We're, we're, it's not us. He never did that. And again, we talked about this a little bit last week. I thought that Fletcher Cox coming out and Fletcher saying early on, Hey, we got to all get on the same page. And Fletcher wasn't a jackass about it. You know, he could have started really getting into people about, Hey, the scheme doesn't fit. He didn't. It was vague and they were both vague, but to your point, they all listened and I think that's why and the reason that they're
4: where they are right now, because they're all rowing in the same boat. Is that fair? I, I think that, that you hit it on the head. I, I I think that's a lot of it. Uh, because when you look at this team and and the and the fact that you've got guys that hey, have, have won it all. You know, these guys won the Super Bowl. So uh, they could have got arrogant. I mean, you know, you take a guy uh like Jason Kelsey, you know, uh, he he and Fletcher. I mean. Why could they have take shots at the coach? You know, they're going like, hey, we are pro bowlers, you know, we won a Super Bowl, you know, and so, but they didn't. You didn't you didn't have that on the team. They they kept it together and really defensively, even though you know they still got a ways to go. I do like some of the things they're doing de- defensively. They get in that five-man front, yeah. Where you gotta single block them. And I think they did that because after talking to Fletcher. I think that uh Jonathan Gannon, that's one of the moves he's made they stay in that five-man front a lot. And what that does is that forces the offensive line to block them one-on-one. And so Fletcher's getting the one-on-one block, see, because he was getting double-teamed so much. And they tend to get to the passer when they get in that five-man front. Uh, They haven't had so much uh, in the way of sacks, but they pressure the quarterback. You had the turnovers last week where they forced, and they also... uh, Got some big sacks this week, where they were able to get Heineke in some key situations in the second half. They really just shut down uh, Washington, and a lot of it was because of that uh, five-man front. They get down there; uh, it's it's not a bear look, but it's it's, it's similar to the bear look, you know. Um, but yeah. they don't have the three guys inside, but they got five men, which force those offensive linemen. If there's a weak if there's a weak guy in there, then he's exposed because now he's got a single block and they end up, you know, uh, getting to the passer when they get in that. And they've had a lot of success with that. And I see that they 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 usually get in that. uh, You know, it have been doing a lot of it in the second half, but they've had a lot of success with that, with, uh, you know, Josh Sweat got some sacks this week off of it. You had um, Jannard Avery had that big sack. Uh, and they were in that five-man front because usually, see, he comes in the game as the fifth defensive lineman. He gets at one of the ends, and uh, they've had a lot of success out of that. And, you know, that's that's listening to the players because, you know, Fletcher was getting tired of the double team. He's getting double teamed all the time, and so he was tired of it. So that's why he went. He's tired he's so of you linebackers
1: getting all the credit
4: and all the tackles. He wanted to start making some things happen. <laughs> that's right. Uh, Javon Hargrave, yeah, he – he, you know, of course, he got off to such a hard, uh, a fast start uh this year. It looked like he was gonna get um, up in the uh you know the high teens with sacks wise, but he, he cooled off. <laughs> but the five-man front, I think we're gonna see that. But what they've got to do is they gotta do a better job of playing zone. They 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 their their zone defense is just too soft. They, you know, see, you have to play man within the zone. You don't just play zone. You know, uh, it, just like, you know, in basketball, good defenses, they play zone. Even in college, when they play zone, they play a they play a matchup zone. They don't just play zone where you just standing over there covering air. No. When a guy is in your area, you got to get on him. While he's in your area, he is your man. Because a good quarterback, if you're just standing there by him, he's standing there next, he's going to throw the ball to him. And then you can sit there and watch him. Well, I watched him catch the ball. No, you got to be in a position where you can knock it down on the way there. So you got to be all over him, and and they've got to get a better mentality of understanding of that, or they got to just play man, because their zone is too soft. It, it, come on, they had Heineke looking like he was, uh, you know, like he was Brady. Come on, you know, in you, the, in you, the you first were, half Heineke bring- was completing everything.
1: You bring the point up here, and I was tweeting this out. I'm like, man, it's too predictable, and it just it worries me going into – like you said, when you go into the playoffs, you're going to be playing against Rodgers and Brady yep. and these guys that if you think you made Tyler Heineke look like that, I think he had one incompletion in the first quarter, and I'm like, yep. this guy's killing these guys. You get into a game against Tom Brady, and he's going to recognize that kind of scheme, there's no disguising. They're soft in their coverages, like you have yeah. been saying here. I mean, are they a threat? You think really in the playoffs because they're going to be taking on far better
4: quarterbacks than they have over the last two months. You know, uh, uh, Tampa used to play a real good zone. You know, yeah, uh,
1: Money Kiffin's zone.
4: Yeah, Monte Kiffin. The, the zone. Tampa two. Yeah, that Tampa two. You know, but but they played a kind of a man in the zone. Why that guy's in your area? You cannot let them complete that. So you got to jump all over that guy. And the other thing is, you got to jam people. You can't yeah. let them just release. Yeah. You got to jam because just a split second uh, of a delay is huge because yeah. the, the quarterback gets sacked or he gets hit or he's getting pressured rather than he's just standing there throwing the ball with no pressure on him. So you can't let guys just release. You got to be jamming guys. And... That's what they did a great job of with uh, that that old Tampa, too, uh, you know, because I knew it because we played some of it at USC. We played that. We didn't let guys release. We're not letting you release, just run into. No, because we know we got our line. We want to give our line a, 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 a couple seconds to get there on you. We got to delay these releases, and the Eagles have got to learn that. But right now, I, I think they got to play man-to-man. They just do not play zone well. And if they do that, you know, uh, it's going to be like it was early in the season where you had every quarterback was playing like he was headed to the hall of fame. Every quarterback they played, (laughs) the guy was complete 80, 90% of the passes. You can't have that. They have not taught that well. And the guys, nobody's delaying the releases and uh, they just got to improve on that. But, you know, I I, I, I still got to single out that um, they made the adjustments like Gannon made the adjustment with going to a lot of that five-man uh, defensive front, and it's really changed the pressure. They've been able to get to the quarterback when they want to. They get in that five-man, so they do hey, that. Gary, they don't you think they've blitzes. been better
1: against the run since they moved to that front, too? They've been yeah, better yeah, against now, the run.
4: You, you hit it. It, it definitely uh, – you're really able – they do a great job against the run Uh, with that five-man front, and um, so I got to give them credit for that. That was a good adjustment, Uh, but they cannot come out, though, and spot people by just playing zone in the first half and giving the other team, you know, easy completions. Uh, You know, they're going to have to play tighter, you know, uh, when they start out, but uh, offensively, I I, I I still see the running game you know they still got that running game there you know they the uh running back's a little banged up uh but Boston Scott did a great job those fourth fourth uh down touchdowns Whew. man no difference in the game but somebody's doing something well because the Eagles they definitely have uh, had good things turned their way because I think if Antonio Gibson had a played in that game they would have been in trouble you know, yeah. because if Washington was able to run the ball more, I don't know if they would have been able to come back, but somebody's doing something right. Um, because it seems like COVID is, uh, is, 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 uh, is an Eagle span. Absolutely. You know? <laughs> <laughs> because Man. look, look at, you know, I, I think they had done some things right, but they haven't been hit by COVID, but COVID has been hitting everybody else. You know, you, you didn't have Antonio Gibson, uh, they missed other players. They had the other time they played Washington. You know, you had – Hey, Alfred Gary, it's being Eagles reported that now. over
1: – it's being reported that over 10 Eagles today
4: have hit the COVID list. That over 10 Eagles? Yeah. Well, yeah. see, it's good timing. They wrapped up the uh... – <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but
1: most of these guys are vaccinated, so it looks like they're going to go through that new protocol now where it's only going to be three days instead of 10 days, hey. and it looks like they're still going to get an opportunity at playing the eight. Hey, what is, Dallas, what is Dallas – what is Dallas – okay, the Dallas team that they saw – I mean, the Eagle team that they saw Dallas on that Monday night a couple months ago to where they are today,
4: Dallas is in for a shocker, isn't it? Because this yes. is a completely different football team, isn't this it? This is a completely different team. Uh, I, I, I I think the Eagles should play a lot of their guys. They should let them play in this game. They need to be sharp. And I think that they're gonna uh, they're gonna jump on Dallas. You know, they, I mean, they're gonna try to run the ball on Dallas. Uh, I think they're gonna get in that five-man front and put give them some pressure from uh, being able to run. They'll good good do a good job against the Dallas running game, and they'll get some pressure on Dak. So uh, it's gonna be some fun game, and, and both teams will get a chance to see where they're at right now. And uh, you know, even though it's amazing. Uh, with Dallas how much they changed after just i mean just destroying Washington and then struggling so much uh yesterday you know to let that game get away but it, it's going to be interesting you know and i i think the eagles could surprise somebody in the first round you know uh whoever they get you know they could surprise somebody so whoever they I'd play, like they, to they hey, 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 Gary I'd tamper. like the Rams. I'd like to have the Rams because that would be interesting. Can, I don't think they could stop the run. Yeah. And, and you know the Rams got a lot of pressure on them too, you know. A team like that comes in tight, cause they know a lot of people. Hey, this is either, uh, you know, if 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 uh, if they don't get it done, man, they're gonna get cooked out there in LA, because <laughs> hey, we went out, we got all these guys, and yeah, we still Vaughn don't Miller. win anything. That's not gonna go well out there, you know. So it, it, it would be a lot of pressure on them if the Eagles get them, you know. Uh, but whoever they play. Of course, they're gonna go in as the underdog. And so they just gotta play their game. And if they play their game where they get that running game going, you know, that clock is ticking. Let's say they get a, a lead, the clock is ticking. The, the team that's the favorite got a lot of pressure on you, boy. When you when you're in a situation like that and they're running that they're running that ball down your throat. You know what that is? You know what that is? That's What's a spinster that? muscle. It starts tightening it up. That's right. <laughs> That's right. You better believe it. It starts at, at think there. I've heard of that. I that yeah, it starts tightening up boy. And that's what will happen if they can, you know, just play their game, come in, play, get that running game going. And you get that clock ticking and you got a lead on somebody that's supposed to be beating you boy. folks hands start getting sweaty. The ball starts getting, you know, slippery. <laughs> <laughs>
1: People start bitching at one another.
4: That's right. Guys start going at each other, and 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 that's what happened. But because uh, th- these teams got pressure on them, no, nobody. But the Rams are a team. Boy, they there's going to be a lot expected out them, and I can see where they're already sweating. You know, they're already a little tight uh, because they know what's expected of them, and you know everybody's been talking about them all year. They they went out, uh, you know, they got this sharp young coach. They went out. They get Stafford in there. and They go out and they add these other guys. Come on, they're saying this is an all-star team. Well, they're going to be a lot of pressure on them and uh, teams that are not used to playing in that. You know, because they don't have a Brady on their team who's been through it a bunch of times who keeps everybody relaxed. You know, uh, Stafford has is not in that situation. He hasn't been there all those times. So you can see they're tight because they 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 feel the pressure and. I think the Eagles get one of these teams in that situation. They could shock somebody in that first round. That, that would be a lot of fun.
1: Absolutely. I And and, and I left Jalen for, for last year. I mean, you start the year two and five. There's almost a quality about this guy, Gary, that he just refuses to lose. If I told you at the beginning of the year that Jalen Hurts would be a Pro Bowl alternate, probably going to the game, and he would put his team in the playoffs, and – You have three first-round draft choices going into the April draft this year. I mean, if you're Howie Roseman, you've
4: got to be sitting here looking over at your owner going,
1: I told you so.
4: Yeah. Do you not agree? Uh, No doubt about it. I mean, you know, a lot of people uh, second-guess him and them drafting him in the second round. And uh, you look at the game yesterday, that big play that he made on the fourth down when one of the guys steps on his foot, he doesn't panic, boom. He goes ahead. He's still able to get the ball to Boston Scott. They score on the play. You know, he was able to uh, scramble on the throw uh, that he made the Greg Ward down there by the goal line. You know, no panic. And, and that's what you want to see out of your quarterback, uh, despite the fact that they were leading and they needed to make, you know, they, they, they desperately needed to make it happen. And he was able to help them make it happen. And, you know, after you do this numerous times, you start realizing it's not a coincidence. That certain people make plays, certain people don't. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I mean, it's not, it's not a coincidence. And so it, it, the kids has got uh he's got leadership quality, that's what he has. And you know, you, you don't really, you can't really uh time that when they go uh run the 40 and stuff, but one guy's got it, one guy doesn't. So one guy wins, he always winds up being on a winning team. You know, he's always around a winning team uh, because they very easily could have gone in the tank this year. You know, and you see Washington went in the tank. Oh, yeah. know, they started having problems. They're done, you know. Uh, but but uh, the Eagles have survived uh, despite all the things they've been through. You know, it's this rocky road. And they, they come out flourishing. And, and they found ways to win so many close games that after a while, you realize it's not a coincidence that one team finds a way to win a close game Another team loses it. Hey,
1: so. hey, hey Gary, I, I I'd be remiss if I didn't end here with this one. Um, Antonio Brown, I I don't know if I have in my entire life ever seen anything happen like it happened in the Meadowlands, where a guy does what he did, took his jersey off. It, you you and me, I think, will look at it maybe differently than every media turd will, because I look at it like this. Man, when you throw that opportunity away and you throw a career like that away, that's just not a guy being quirky or weird. There's something really wrong with there's something this guy. wrong there, yeah. And this guy needs help here, right? I mean, Gary, I, I look at it like, look, I'm not feeling sorry. But you know what, man? That's one of those stories, folks, that looks like it's not going to
4: end well here because now, there's now, something you, you...
1: wrong here. Your take on it.
4: Yeah, I, you know, I I, I heard, uh, you know, what Tony Dungy had to say about it, and I think he hit it on the head, which is, look, we can tell this guy's not, he's not all there, man. Yeah, he, man. He needs to go get some help. Yeah. Because he just went away. I mean, he, he, he basically burnt up in front of everybody. He yeah. burned a million dollars. He just burned yeah. it up because he had these incentives. Yeah, yeah he's, no, no, he's get this. Gary, hey,
1: he, he was five yards place. away from 333. He was one catch away from 333. Yep. And he was like 57 yards away from another. He basically, in that whole entire thing, could have made a million dollars in that game. A million dollars. And he a burned it in, in a trash can.
4: Right there in front of us. Come on. Anybody in their right mind doesn't do that. And I, I know he's got uh, family. He's got kids. You know, um, just, it's just, you know. He, he, you know, he, he's done things before. The guy needs to—he he needs to go get some treatment, you know, because that is just not—you just don't see that. And you saw the guys, his teammates, trying to talk him out of it. They saw he was—he was self-destructing. They tried to talk him out of it, and they couldn't because he got to a certain point. And you know, when you play ball, there are tremendous ups and downs emotionally. You know, you know, and I know. Like a tough loss, man. You are down. You come out after a game. First, you're drained emotionally, you're drained physically. You come out after a game, and, and you you gave it all you got, but you came up short. You lost the game. The whole night, you you got all's going through you, everything you did wrong. You could have done this, you could have done and that. And then
1: you watch it on film on
4: Monday, too. Then you watch it on film. Get your butt chewed out. Yeah. <laughs> you hey, you know, get beat up. <laughs> go <Going> in there. <laughs> you go through that, and that—that's a tremendous downer. So you do go ups and go through ups and downs, tremendous ups and downs, as a football player. But to see a guy just totally lose it, where he's taking off his shoulder pads, come on, he—he needs—he needs to get some help. And Tony Dungy said it. Should be nobody else should sign him until he agrees to go get some psychiatric help. He needs to go talk to him and you know, and, and let the professionals do their job. But to uh to see himself destruct like that, you know, I mean, because you know, you think he's finished, Gary? Chances are if. if <laughs> Chess are. It's the
1: NFL now, Gary. <laughs> hey,
4: Somebody get the heat on them. They're looking for players. They'll give them another shot. Somebody will. Because you'll, you'll get coaches where they're going like, we need somebody that can get open. Do you know anybody that can get open and catch the ball? Well, they go, what well, Antonio Brown's out there. They're going there, like, but he's but he's got, you know, we you know he's. Unpredictable. Well, yeah, but watch this.
1: But watch this. Yeah, watch this. Hey, you know what you could always do for a guy like that? You could always go like this. Yeah, but he's crazy. Go, yeah, but we can get him for league minimum. Really? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you
4: just said league minimum. (laughs) And see, he's doing this to himself, which is so crazy. How much money would he have made if he hadn't done all this stuff? I mean, 50 million bucks. Yeah. You' right. He's burned about fifty million dollars. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just crazy. And and so that I mean, just because of that, you know, he needs to go get some help because yeah. he's not all there. Because you don't see people just anybody you see burning that kind of money, you say, you know what, you need to go get some help. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Hey, brother, man,
1: I appreciate it. Thank you so much, man. Who would have thought two and five two. Seven and two over the last nine ball games. This football team's not, quite a year. It's been quite a year, quite a you know, year. and
4: uh, it's not over yet.
1: Hey, 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 man, like I said, hey, Dallas this weekend. I think they're going to be in for a tough game, tougher game than they think. Because
4: yep. I'll tell you what, Dak ain't played well in the last. eight No, he weeks, hasn't. No, he hasn't. He's he's really been struggling, and um you know, a lot of things with rhythm, and you know, ju- he just hasn't been in the groove that he. He has. He was in earlier in the year, just not the same. Um, not the same accuracy. You just don't see it. The timing is not there. So, we'll see. We will see. It's going to be interesting. That's for dang sure, Gary. Thank you, my friend.
1: All right, how we go? You got it, man. That's my friend Gary Cobb from Fox Twenty Nine. Yeah, man, that dude needs help. We'll talk more about that in hour number two. But, man, this is going to be about matchups. I would totally love the Rams. Who would you like to see in the opening round? Okay. Roster moves. Is that all that COVID stuff? Oh, man. Is that say night? Is that say COVID list? Ugh. Damn. Damn. Hey, by the way. You know what I would do if I was the NFL. So the NFL, the NFL are going to sit players going into week 18 because of COVID. Hey, Chris, I'm with you. I, I, I'm with you. AB, AB, was injured. Told coaches and trainers that he wasn't feeling good. Bruce told him to get his to get in the game, or he's fired. So AB quit. It's not a hey, King James. All that is great, but at the end of the day, that's not the place to do that stuff publicly. You don't do that publicly. Why didn't you have the balls to go into the locker room then at halftime and tell him to go fuck himself? You could have looked Bruce Arians in the face at halftime. You didn't need to make a spectacle of yourself, and you didn't need to burn all the bridges. And by the way, always remember this, when you're doing something that's self-inflicting to you and your career, Take it from somebody who has. Somebody is watching you that may want to hire you. And they're going to judge you by your actions and your character on how you act with adversity. If you act like an asshole like that, who's going to hire you? There's not an NFL team out there that doesn't think that guy now needs psychiatric help. How about if that guy went into the locker room and said, hey, Bruce, fuck you, and then walked out? That's one thing. But to do what he did for the entire country to see? Nobody's going to want that optics going on their roster right now. He basically shot himself in the foot because you don't cut a guy like Antonio Brown going with one week left into the season. How about, hey, if you're the Rams, you lost Woods, wouldn't you like to have that guy on your football team? Cowboys just lost the wide receiver. Wouldn't you want Antonio Brown on your football team? How about you put a guy on the other side of Adams in Green Bay? Now, every NFL team out there goes like this. I'm not signing that guy. You see what that asshole did? No way. No, no way. there's there's everything you said was right, King James. Okay? Hey, if I'm hurt, don't tell me to go back into a game. But don't act like an asshole on the sidelines. Don't need it. Hey, how about this? I would have signed him in Philadelphia if he didn't do all those things. Think about that for a minute. Can you imagine having Antonio Brown on the Philadelphia Eagle football team going into a playoff game against the Rams or signing him this week against the Cowboys? You can't sign him now. This guy's a freak show. You're not sure what he's capable of doing. So, I, I, you know, Shakur, it's the NFL. No, I do not. It's funny. The only guy that's ever really been blackballed from the NFL has been Colin Kaepernick. But you know why? Colin Kaepernick. Okay, listen. You know why Colin Kaepernick is not in the league? Because it attacked the NFL's money. Antonio Brown attacks the image of the league. It's okay. They'll get over it. You got a guy. Wait a minute. How about this? Oh, that's dope. Thank you, NZ. Think of this for a second, guys. You got a guy in Houston with 23 rape charges against him, and you're worried about a guy taking his gear off at the Meadowlands because he's putting a show on and throwing a tantrum. Let's all all click into reality here. Think about this on reality, guys, okay? You got a guy in Houston who's got 22 rape cases. And you got another guy who took his gear off and everyone's villainizing him. Personally, he looks stupid. He's self-inflicting himself. The NFL, is he done? No, I don't think he's done. Ali, thank you. Right? Ken, I don't need to be buddies with him. He's a football player. Don't tie two in. Okay? Cure says the media and some Philly fans criticized Coach First and Hurts, not me. Hey, Cures, I did. Hey, look, I got to take a timeout, by the way. Thank you very much for happy birthday. Got to take a timeout. Please, guys, hit the like button. You have killed it today. Hour two, we got so much to hit on. Cowboy week. It's cowboy week. You keep it right here on the National Football Show.
2: This is Joe Krause of Krause's Coats inviting you to donate a slightly worn coat or jacket and help veterans stay warm this winter. Go to Krause's Coats on Facebook to help those who've served. Have a happy holiday.
0: The city of Philadelphia sparkles during the Christmas holiday season with an array of colorful light displays and illuminated Christmas trees, donated or installed for free by the talented electricians of IBEW Local 98. To learn more about who we are, what we do, and career opportunities at IBEW Local 98, visit us at www.ibew98.org.
3: Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you.
4: Seven, four, three. One, two, three. Because
3: Philadelphia Dreams deserve a Philadelphia Bank. As a hard-working American, you've never experienced how tough life can be until now. A catastrophic injury while working on the job. A personal injury from someone else's negligence. Turned away by other law firms in the region who didn't bother to learn your story. It's time to meet the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm and managing partner, Brian Fritz. Badly injured? Call the Fritz & Beyond Cooley Law Firm. Find out why they say, we got this.
0: Go for the midnight tears. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com.
1: Hour two, National Football Show of Football Monday. Guys, thank you so much, man. What a great, great, great day today. You guys are postseason bound. Hey, hit the like button again. Thank you so much if you're new to the program. By the way, if you are new to the program, just follow along what everybody else is doing, man. I I try to read as many of the comments as I possibly can. I thought G-Cobb was spectacular. In the first hour here. By the way, COVID-19 looks like it's finally hit the eagles between the eyes. Stop testing the players. If you've been vaccinated and you got a booster, stop testing them. Please stop testing them. Do you actually think anybody at Alabama is going to miss that national championship game? No. Do you know what their rule is? If you're not showing symptoms, they're not testing you. They're not looking to sit guys. Okay? They're not going to look to sit guys. That's not what this is going to happen. That's not what they're going to do. Okay? What's the NFL trying to do? The public service, they're trying to be like everybody out there showing like good faith with COVID-19 and this new variant, whatever. Guys, stop testing these players that have been vaccinated. Do you know that Aaron Rodgers – here, get this. So Aaron Rodgers is not vaccinated. We know this, right? Do you know because of the NFL bylaws and the COVID rules that were put out by the NFL Players Association You know, he's not going to be tested again at all. And he's not vaccinated. Because he's caught it, he's not going to be tested again. He's an unvaccinated player. These rules and these protocols make no sense. Look, if you're over 60, I get it, okay? Wearing mask and all this and that. Again, I'm not using my platform for any of that shit. And by the way, I've got about another four seconds on this topic, okay? Stop testing the players. Just stop testing the ones that have been vaccinated, okay? I, I, I get the other ones that haven't been, okay? Understood. But follow the CDC guidelines, not these political guidelines, Noodles, thank you very much. Okay, thank you guys very much, man. That was a great first hour here. Hey, man. How about this, too? Remember last week, everybody was going crazy over Kansas City and Dallas? They end up getting their faces kicked in this past weekend, and now all of a sudden, everybody's like, now there's question marks. This NFL season has been one of the most topsy-turvy seasons I have ever seen in my life, in which makes it just like 2017. Guys, do you not? feel me? And does this not feel a little bit like 17 when you won the Super Bowl? Who's the clear-cut favorite to win the Super Bowl, in your opinion? Probably the Packers, correct? It ain't the Cowboys. It ain't the Rams. Who? Who would you say? Kansas City got waxed. I'm watching Mike Vrabel coach his ass off in Tennessee without Derrick Henry. Hey, by the way, if that team gets the number one seed and the AFC has to go through Nashville and you get Derrick Henry back, don't be shocked if that team's in L.A. playing for the Super Bowl. Okay? 2018, thank you, Fly. NFC East Beast, man, hey, you getting Derrick Henry back, that's crazy. Crazy. He may be activated this week, but they'll probably give him another week so he gets him in the playoffs. Bro. I mean, incredible, man. Okay? Hey, the Cards rebound now without DeAndre Hopkins and without Connor, and they blasted the Cowboys. Yale says, I like the Titans. Who was number seven? That dude was huge. Dude, I, right. Is that the kid from Texas? Is that running back the kid from the University of Texas? I can't remember his name. But number seven, yeah, Yale, I think he's like a longhorn, right? Bobby says all these teams have flaws and weaknesses, right. But, Bobby, the one component that the Eagles have is what? They run the rock. They run the rock, man. By the way, like Gary said in the last hour, they've gone to that 52 look, the Eagles. Their run defense is improved. I agree with Seth. Seth and I were both tweeting out the same stuff. Bro, man, you got to be a little bit better in disguises because when you take on Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady in the playoffs, they're going to weed right through that. Hey, and by the way, this just in, you can't spot Tom Brady 10 points. Game's over. You're not going to spot Brady 10. You'll, you'll, you'll get away with that with Dak. But you ain't getting away with that with Brady or Aaron Rodgers. That ain't going to happen. Especially at – hey, by the way, I'll say this to you. Say, There's no question now that the NFC playoffs have to go through uh, Green Bay, right? Well, I'll tell you what I have the component to do, go up in uh, bad weather. I pray for sleet, rain, freezing. Who's got a better running attack, Green Bay or the Eagles? Well, I'll take the Eagles. Hey, do you want to know how people disrespect you guys so much too? I was watching that dude, Colin Coward, say that, get this, that the Eagles have an aging and not a very good O-line. That just shows you what the national media thinks of your team. You know why? Because they don't watch it. I heard him all morning long say that the Eagle O-line is not good. And it's old. I don't know what games he was watching because he's not watching it. It's just a statement. Good. Guys, let them keep thinking that. Eagle O-line's old. They're not very good. And then you know what you get a whole mouthful of? Ass kicking. Whoop ass. Because that football team does have a great old line That football team... Didn't really run the ball that well because, hey, look, no disrespect to Boston Scott, I think he's a fine ball player. But Miles Sanders was coming into his own. Do you not agree? Miles Sanders started putting up yardage, and he started looking like he went from a dude to being the dude. Sean, those morons, I don't watch that crap anymore. Hey, brother, let me tell you something, though. That's okay. Let them think that. Yale says he's calling Kelsey old. Yeah, he didn't watch him get up and on the perimeter in numerous games in the second level. Let him keep thinking that. Philly, five, five nine. Don't like the guy. Ernest says Miles is injury prone. Truth to this? Noodle says slide our way right into the playoffs with that old line. Absol- yeah, and watch this. Well, you lucked your way. You don't luck your way when you're the number one. Guys, you want to know something, man? Know this. Don't ever say the Philadelphia – if you ever hear somebody say that the Philadelphia Eagles, okay, slipped their way into the playoffs or got lucky, you don't get lucky when you're beating the shit out of people at the point of attack. When you're beating people up at the line of scrimmage, that ain't luck. It's talent and toughness. Two things that personify your city, your people, and your quarterback. Toughness talent. There's no kryptonite to that. Talent and toughness. There's no kryptonite. There's no remedy to that virus. You put me in a game, and by the way, January, right? Cold weather. You put me in a cold-weather city, I'm going to run up there and beat your ass and take your chicks. <laughs> okay? I'm going to go in there like I'm Conan the Barbarian. I'm uh, Hey, dominate the women. Dominate the opponent. <laughs> the complete domination and annihilation. The pounds. We have over 2,000 pounds in our own line. It did dominate the women. Kier <laughs> <laughs> says, now you're a believer. Hey, I'm not a fortune teller, Kier you want to be a fortune teller? Why don't you pick me some lottery tickets? Cures like this. Oh, now all of a sudden, bandwagon, Dan. How about this cures? No, I'm not a fortune teller, guy. Your team was two and five and blowing out loud. But if you want to call yourself, you want to call yourself a fortune teller. I'm not a fortune teller. I don't have some magic lamp that I rub and go. Oh, well, look at this team. Look at them now. I'm not one of those old farts that sit on the radio like you got in your city and sit there and go like this. Well, see, my point is right, even when it's not right. Everybody was shitting on Sirianni at the beginning. You knew it. They were calling him Flower Child. Come on, bro. Do the math. That's right, Eagle. But here's one thing you you do do. So you know what that guy wants me to do? Not to give the guy credit for turning the thing around and still shit on him like Skip Bayless does to LeBron James or anybody else who doesn't have, like, his take. Okay, so you got more faith. Fantastic. Wonderful. I only go by what I see, dude. And you were running the ball two times a game. You were getting your shit pushed in. You decided to listen to your players. You went to the strength of your football team, turned the thing around. You get kudos for that, brother. Eric says, Big Seals, your style fits the Philly fan base. Perfect. Can't wait for the playoff shows next week. Brother, what do you. Whoa, 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 Eric. Next week? You got Dallas this week, brother. Old Cole, Sirianni's coaching his ass off. Amen, man. Hey, Cures. Did. We're boys, man, because you're here. Remember that. It's a privilege you're here and we can debate. That's all it is. It's football, man. Isn't it great talking like this instead of talking politics? Those fuckers hate each other. We don't. You feel me? This is all about, Sills, you said this shit at the beginning. Hey, Xander gets on my shit for that. Hey, It's all good. That's the difference here, though, man. End of the day, this is all about what we're talking about. Rooting for your favorite team. Right? Jeremiah, flower child. I don't know if he'll ever live that down. Right? Cowboys. Okay, Cowboys. (laughs) They're so fucking overrated. They are, man. They're overrated. Can I tell you, why do you guys think the Cowboys are overrated? That they're overpaid for sure. There's not a guy on that football team that's not overpaid, including the quarterback. Dak's overpaid. Amari Cooper's overpaid. Ezekiel Elliott. Does Ezekiel Elliott have 16 yards rushing versus the uh, Cardinals? So wait a minute. You pay a guy 17 million bucks and he had 16 yards? In a game that you were fighting to try to stay in line with Green Bay so you could get home field? Roman Gabriel, that's a great, great name from the past, my friend. Nunez Hurts is uh, Steve McNair. Yeah, man, we've been saying that all year. Hey, Nunez, 75000000 million. You're right, man, because they added the signing bonus on. How about that deep? Hey, man, I'll tell you what. Parsons is real. Parsons is real. Okay? <laughs> Just Mike. That's kind of a shot across the bow, man, but he's right. Highest paid eagle this year is Carson Wentz. That's crazy, right? Okay? <laughs> Eastside, I like that. Jerry, pay them, by the way. Hey, dude, wait a minute. Go ahead, pay him. Screw up your salary cap. Oh, hey, Steven. Parsons' next contract. He'll put Khalil Mack and he'll 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 put Aaron Donald's contracts to shame. Bobby, why do you guys that's it? Actar, America's team, propaganda, baby. Dude, do you know why the Cowboys get all the love? Here's why. Because the media knows that they're ratings magnets. Colin Coward, I just showed you. And some of you guys probably don't even. People in Philly don't know those kind of shows. I, I asked Xander, does he ever he goes? I don't watch that shit, man. <laughs> he doesn't care what happens in Arizona, Tennessee. He don't give a shit about that stuff, right? This guy, you guys don't care about that. So watching those national shows don't give you don't give a shit what and I, I completely understand. But the Cowboys give these guys ratings. Here, watch this. You want to do a sports talk show nationally? Here, Big Sills is gonna help you out here. You ready? Cowboys, Brady, oh, AB for sure, LeBron, um, do I throw Simmons in there? Eh. Simmons is kind of worn off nationally, Cowboys, Brady, AB today, that'll be gone tomorrow. So here, normally it's Cowboys, Brady, and LeBron. You hang on those three topics. You got a national radio show. That's why when Coward goes like this, the Eagle o line's not very good. I heard him say it all day for three hours. I was like, "Bro, you're smoking crack." If you don't think that that football team has a great old, it's not good. It's great. Yeah, Stephen, that's your show, Tiger. <laughs> Okay, Tiger, right? Eastside says, I think everyone fell in love with the Cowboys from back in the day only because their cheerleaders were white cowboy boots. <laughs> I actually more of a Raiderette chick. Okay, I I, I kind I'm more Raiderette, brother. I'm more Raiderette. What about Sims quarterback list? Beginning of the year, Hurts in the 40s. Hey, we're gonna get Chris Sims on tomorrow. Larry says, is Jerome Brown immortalized that to you? Did you know him? He's an eagle hero. Larry. Larry must be new to the show. Larry, please hit the like button. Larry, if I show you something, will you hit the like button? Which hat do you like, Larry? This Jerome Brown hat? Or this Jerome Brown hat, which one do you like? Did I know him? Did I know him? Larry, Jerome and I were as good of friends as... I was as good of friends with Jerome Brown as Reggie White was. Okay? Okay? And Seth. Absolutely. Absolutely. We grew up with Stallback. too. Tall's a dear friend of mine. I played in Dallas with too tall one year. Yeah, Larry, it's all good. Eagle man. You're awesome, man. Awesome. Awesome stuff, man. Yeah. Cowboy week. Here's what we do against the Cowboys. Okay. Let's play 60, man. Run the ball. Run the ball. By the way, In the last eight games, who's played better football, Dak Prescott or Jalen Hurts? Oh, that – hey, Birdman, if you guys got me 200 likes, that'd be the – I think – Xander, that's got to be the record, right? 200 likes for a show. Okay? Okay? Who's played better football in the last eight games? Dak Prescott or Jalen Hurts. By the way, last nine ball games, Jalen seven and two. I know there's a Jets game in there too, so we got to throw that in there. All right. All right. Jalen, Junie B. I agree. I agree. Hey, oh, hey, yeah, that's right, man. 200 likes on my birthday would be awesome, man. Today is the big sales birthday. Ugh. Oh, by the way, so you guys know I'm by myself. Fly, I'm by myself. Okay, they, they, they took my kid back to college. So I'm by myself. Hopefully, I won't burn the house down. I've almost done that a few times in the past. So I'm pretty much thinking that. Big Seals is probably going to have like sandwiches and soup tonight. She did cook me something. I don't know what the hell's up there. So yeah, I have no idea. So on my birthday and she's like this, listen, we got to take her back on your birthday. So my kid did get up. And she's like, dad, I want you to know, you know, and I'm like, you don't have to tell me, honey, it's all good. It's all good. Sweet baby. She's like this, but she's so, she's been texting me a bunch of times. You're my dad. And, and I'm going like, I have never get this. DoorDash? Nah. Eh. I don't like too many people coming to my door. It's no schoon geal. has been all eaten up. My aunt my aunt sends me the schoon too, man. Yeah. Schoongeals are $30 a can, bro. <laughs> you you must hey, you you must think big Sills has got big money. I used to, but not any longer. Let's receive the opening kickoff. Talk about the defense. Hey, man, that de- – hey, how about this, Cures? The defense over the last eight games, the problem that I have here, guys, and you know what? Let me go back to this. I started, it, I started it out with this. Do you think the Eagles are a good team or do you think they're the beneficiary of having a softer schedule in the second half of the season? Who is the toughest quarterback you think the Eagles have played in the last nine games. Dak? Let's think about who's the toughest quarterback the Eagles have played? Last nine ball games. See my point? Dude. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Chargers, Justin Herbert. Probably. Probably Justin Herbert. By the way, that's going to be a pretty big ball game, okay? That's going to be a pretty big ball game this week, and I think it's Chargers and Raiders to determine the playoff, the final playoff spot in the AFC, if I'm not mistaken. Brady, okay, okay, Carr. And now you guys start throwing it out there, man. It looks like there's been some pretty good quarterbacks that they have played in the second half here. Seems like Gannon adjusts well, but, yeah, but he doesn't disguise enough, man. Chiefs were in the first part of the season, wasn't it, Sean? I, I, I tell you what, he, you, hey, yeah, but how could, hey, Cole, how could you fire a guy that part of the reason that you got into the postseason was the way that your team played on defense? They're not firing Gannon. No way. That firing Gannon. Jake Fromm, how you doing? I couldn't believe that was the same Georgia guy. I, I, I was like, that's the guy that played at Georgia? Wow. He was so much better in college. That guy sucks. Holy God, is he steak? I think he's play I think he's done a really good job, man. I do. I think he's done a great job. Hey, by the way, did you guys see any of those semifinal games on Friday? Holy shit. You know, I tried to go with Michigan. Okay? I know that's terrible. 12 Eagles on the COVID list. Yikes. Yikes. I will never bet against SEC team ever again. Oh, by the way, this is a message for Lane Kiffin. Bro. When your quarterback could potentially be the number one player taken, don't play him in a fucking sugar bowl. That means nothing. You should have sat that kid's ass. But you see, Lane wanted to get his bonus. If he wins the sugar bowl, he he gets a million-dollar bonus. You see how hypocritical these coaches are? You should have, If I was the head coach of Ole Miss, I would have went to Matt Corral and went like this to the kid. Kid, you ain't playing. I can't do that to you and your family. You got generational money coming to you, and I'm not going to do that to you, son. I can't do it. If we were playing in a national championship game, that might be a different conversation. But a stupid nothing sugar bowl, and the only thing that matters is an incentive for me to make, and if you get hurt trying to get me that incentive, and then I see lanes all crushed and all bent over. Dude, you don't play the kid. Don't ever play a kid in a bowl game where he's going to be potentially the number one player taken. That is so over the line. You know how these college coaches keep telling you guys that it's about the kids. It's not about the kids. College football is not about the players. College football is about the coaches. The salaries dictate that. You got – Lincoln Riley making thirteen million dollars. You got Brian Kelly making nine and a half. You got Lane Kiffin making eight million bucks. Eight million bucks, and he played that kid. Shame on him. That kid now would probably be a fourth round draft choice and lost twenty five million dollars because he wanted to get his bonus. What a dick! Hey man, guys, hit the like button. I love you guys, man. We'll talk Cowboys a little bit more here, a little bit rest of the NFL too, and how the playoffs are setting up again, please hit that like button guys. Awesome football Monday here. Keep it right here on the national football show.
2: This is Joe Krause of Krause's coach, inviting you to donate a slightly worn coat or jacket and help veterans stay warm. This winter, go to Krause's coats on Facebook to help those who've served have a happy holiday.
0: The city of Philadelphia sparkles during the Christmas holiday season with an array of colorful light displays and illuminated Christmas trees, donated or installed for free by the talented electricians of IBEW Local 98. To learn more about who we are, what we do, and career opportunities at IBEW Local 98, visit us at www.ibew98.org.
3: Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you
4: Seven, One, two, because
3: Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. As a hardworking American, you've never experienced how tough life can be until now. A catastrophic injury while working on the job, a personal injury from someone else's negligence turned away by other law firms in the region who didn't bother to learn your story. It's time to meet the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm, and managing partner Brian Fritz. Badly injured? Call the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm. Find out why they say we got this.
0: Go for the midnight dares. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theOceanac.com.
1: Welcome back. National football show. I like big pick in here, man. What'd you say, man? You want that coward soundbite playing in the locker room? Yes, sir, man. Yes, sir. By the way, hit the like button. Thank you very much. Just Mike, bro. Let me tell you something, man. I love naysayers. Oh my God. I do. I love naysayers. That guy's ain't that good, you know. Okay. Well, we're going to go test that right now. (laughs) Oh, my God, man. Oh, I love love teams with attitudes. I love teams with fuck you attitudes. Really? Oh, so you want to test that? Oh, I bring that on every night. See teams like LA, Rams, Chargers, Flash, okay? Von Miller, Odell Beckham, Matthew Stafford who ain't one shit. Okay. That's the why that's why I don't want that Rager kid, Rieger kid. I don't care I don't get his name right. Cause he's nobody to me. What do you have, no yards and no catches again? Man, that guy hurts your identity. Get him out of the room. I hate that guy on my roster because I'm trying to build something. Oh, do you think you're better than us? Well, let's go find out. (laughs) That's the kind of football team I like. Oh, really? Okay. Okay. Hey, man. You guys got all the nice presents under the tree. Probably got a nice oh yeah, LA, man, right? Chicks wear all the daisy dukes and all that. Right? We got snow and we got it, we gotta like clean the the frost off our windshields. You got all that sunshine. Okay, well let's go do it. I want the Rams because I think the Rams are overhyped, overrated, just like the Cowboys. You know, isn't it funny? It took us all the way to week 17 to kind of show us who everyone is. Watch this. And I'll give you guys exactly how I look at these people, man. Watch this. Rams, I think they're soft against the run. Packers, I think they're also soft against the run, but they got Rodgers. They got Rodgers. Okay? Okay. Buccaneers, they got Brady. I don't give a shit about anything else. They got Brady, right? He's the only guy that scares me. And the other, really, you know what? The only team that scares me if if I'm Philly is I don't want to get the opening round against against Brady. But then again, guys, who shut out and who beat up the Buccaneers? They didn't even have a quarterback. Saints. Think about that. The Saints shut that Bucks team down. You're better on offense. And you beat that Saints team up. You beat that Dennis Allen defense up. That Dennis Allen defense has Brady's number. Goat is the goat, dog. I'm with you. Goat is the goat. Oh, I'd like the Rams, though. I'd I'd like – I would like to run that team over. Look, Aaron Donald is a fantastic pass rusher. Man, when he gets after your ass, he is – I get it, man. And Xander and I had this conversation at the beginning of the year. It's just a different NFL. Man, he's a TFL and a sack machine. But you can run the ball on them. You can run the ball on them. And Stafford turns the ball over too much. You get in a run game with the Eagles, and Stafford starts turning the ball over and Slay's making plays, and you take one back, a pick six. Tell you what, that Rams team's not going to be able to come from behind. If you have a, one component, what was that? To run the ball. If you can run the ball and you got a quarterback that turns the rock over the way, like Stafford does, they're not going to overcome that. I mean, against the Ravens over the weekend, he was terrible in the first half. Yeah, and he he did a fine job against a depleted Baltimore team. Yes, NFC East, Beast, yes. Green Bay's won it. They're the, they're the top seed. It's got to go through. It's got to th- go through Green Bay. Flex says, Dan, stop it. Tom Brady in the regular season and postseason is two different beasts. It's true. Isn't that funny, Flex? Brady can't beat him in a regular season, but he owns him in the postseason. It does, that's all that matters. You're really true. The rigor dropped a pass to him yesterday, right in his hands. He's so awful. He's so awful. I'd rather have A B. Can you imagine? All of a sudden, Howie Roseman. Said, you don't hey, wait a minute now. You don't think there's a team out there that's a playoff team that's not contemplating signing Antonio Brown? You're crazy. Well, you know, if I had them in my, you know, hands, and you know what they do, maybe, you know, my doctor's formula can maybe, you know, really make me connect. You know, we'll get the best. Hey, you know, you know you always got that guy and that idiot going like this. Muhammad, they haven't released them yet. Yeah, they had, They had to have. Bucks haven't, or he hasn't cleared waivers yet. That's because it's 24 hours that you have to clear waivers. And nobody's going to pick that contract up. Or I don't know if nobody will pay. Hey, desperate people, man, right? <laughs> oh, okay. Xander says he was just released. He didn't have to clear. That's right. There's a difference between waivers and just being flat out cut. Man. Damn, dude. See, you want to be waived. Okay. They have officially released him. Wow. Have not. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, because you know why? What if Green Bay signs him? Because you know somebody could make an argument. Hey, you know he told him he was hurt. Bruce Aarons was being an asshole to him. Someone might buy that. Someone might buy that story. Rams. Imagine him going with the Rams. Beckham, Brown, and Cooper Cup. You, hey, uh, don't put it past one of these teams. Okay? Don't put it past them, okay? Don't put it past them. Sean McVay is one and two against the Eagles. Can you imagine? The Rams would just signed Antonio Brown. <laughs> oh, shit. Every, they would get killed. Did you say – actually, it was a victimless crime. He didn't do anything. That was too crazy. He just looked like a tool. Okay? We're not talking about rape charges in Houston. I think you guys need to really start to think about that for a minute because I have. I thought about that all day before I came on with you. We're not talking rape charges here. We're talking about a guy who looked like a tool, quit on his team. We're not talking about violating crimes here. Ernest, what about how how about he goes to Tennessee? Antonio Brown's on the Tennessee Titans with Derrick Henry. Hey, Lawrence, would you do it? If you're if you're Aaron Rodgers, hey, Antonio, man, I know, you know, I talked to Tom Brady. Brady called me and told me what happened. A B going to Dallas. Wow. Hey. How many people think that that's crazy? Or how many people think that, that could Jerry Jones could do that? Didn't they just lose Gallup? Daryl, there's no way they wanted to cut him. <laughs> Will Goodell suspend AB for running around with no shirt? Yeah, watch this. So you'll suspend him for running around with no shirt, but you got a guy with 22 rape allegations and you haven't done anything to him. That's why that could come back to haunt him. Because if I was really a general manager and I needed a wide receiver, I might call Antonio Brown and go like this. He hasn't really, there's a guy in Houston. That's got 22 rape allegations. What are we talking about here? This guy did nothing crazy, crazy crime wise. Okay. Big hey, big pick and is right. Talent trumps all. That's right, man. Will says I wouldn't touch that. He's like hey man, I agree with you, man. I, I wouldn't want him on my team, but then at the end of the day, man, it's Jerry Jones. Suspend him for what? What what what, what could you suspend Antonio Brown for? He didn't do anything against bylaws. He walked off the football field. He quit right there. That's not a violation of any NFL rule. Suspend him for what? What would you suspend him for? The Bucs cut him. We're not, we're, he, he didn't violate any law or any bylaw that the NFL – taking his uniform off, he probably could get fined. He'd be fined, I'd think. I think he'd probably be fined. Right. Beat. Suspended for what? What would you suspend Antonio Brown for? Costing himself a million bucks in incentives in his contract? This guy was going to make a million dollars yesterday. Instead, he put it in the trash can along with that Raider money and burned it and lit it on fire. hey, hey, oh, that's a great one, Mad Hatter. Holy cow. Hey, it's Charlie Sheen. We see it in Hollywood all the time with those lunatics. Hey, Big Chris, remember I told you, Chris, 2013, okay, the Eagles will be a better football team than the Cowboys. Excessive celebration, by the way, Tony, thank you. Happy birthday. Thank you. Right? Oh, dude. Hey, let's, let's say he, he, he totally needs mental evaluation. Oh, he totally does, man. Okay? Leonard says, Dan, I'll give you four elements of the Eagles this year. Perseverance, never quit. Closeness, chemistry. Leonard, all of it, A+. plus, Absolutely. Absolutely absolutely there is no doubt 15 away 200 likes let's get it for big sills on his birthday Birdman. am we'll take a time out here i want to talk some cowboys and i want to give you guys some kudos on being in my opinion the best fans in the country keep it right here on the national football show
2: This is Joe Krause of Krause's Coats inviting you to donate a slightly worn coat or jacket and help veterans stay warm this winter. Go to Krause's Coats on Facebook to help those who've served. Have a happy holiday.
0: The city of Philadelphia sparkles during the Christmas holiday season with an array of colorful light displays and illuminated Christmas trees, donated or installed for free by the talented electricians of IBEW Local 98. To learn more about who we are, what we do, and career opportunities at IBEW Local 98, visit us at www.ibew98.org.
3: Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you.
4: Seven, One, two, because
3: Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia Bank. As a hard-working American, you've never experienced how tough life can be until now. A catastrophic injury while working on the job. A personal injury from someone else's negligence. Turned away by other law firms in the region who didn't bother to learn your story. It's time to meet the Fritz and Beyond Law Firm and managing partner, Brian Fritz. Badly injured? Call the Fritz & Beyond Cooley Law Firm. Find out why they say, we got this.
0: Go for the midnight dares. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at (coughs) theoceanac.com.
1: my age, Big Sills, National Football Show. Please hit the like button. So, what do you think my age is? I'll tell you. I won't be like Angelo and hide it on the internet. Or Jody. (laughs) Sorry, I didn't mean it. (laughs) Yeah, I did. 58? 55? Happy birthday, Sills. Drop Melvin Bratton for a (laughs) <laughs> for a loss in practice. 72, hey. Okay, now, 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 Jeremiah's talking more about my personality. That That's more like how I act. 30, Yep. Wikipedia says 58. Don't believe everything that's on Wikipedia. I was born January 3rd, nineteen sixty. Three. I'm an old dude. Yeah. I'm a Kennedy baby. Can you believe that? I was alive when like JFK was still alive. 62. (laughs) 68. That's good. It's all good. My wife says I'm 59 going on 19. Year of the rabbit. Dan, I'm totally. Um, with Eagles offense, but Gannon has to go unless he uses a five. He has been, Daryl. I think that's kind of what's turned that bitch around a little bit for them. You're 56? All good, brother. What, what do they say 56 is the new 26 or 36? Oh, yeah. <laughs> then again, don't ever tell another man how good he looks really weird and unbecoming of men, right? Let me say this to you guys, man. You graduated, Steve, from college in 63. What'd you graduate with? You're 83 on Jan 1. Congratulations for you, bro. Now, 63 Impala with the dice. My grandfather had three Impalas. I drove Impalas around. (laughs) Go figure, an Italian guy. My grandpa had Impalas, and he had a black Buick. Thanks, bro. Wait a minute, you look good. Wait, I, I wait, wait. I took the compliment. Oh my God, East Candom. you got me. Now see, this is This is what I'm talking about with Philly dudes right here. A cute 56. You see, when you guys know and you guys find something that there's a button of mine that you know that I hate. Okay, Hugh, right? No cute allowed with dudes. It's just you know just, you know, there's nothing cute about a dude. Like ducks are cute, right? Rabbits are cute. Dudes are not cute. That guy's really cute. (laughs) Do a DNA test on me. If you ever heard me go, you know, Brad Pitt, man, he's really great looking. Wow. Hit the cute button. (laughs) <laughs> hit the cute button. My 22 biceps are cute. Yes, they are, Biggin. And by the way, nobody has 22 arms in this pitch. This is 23, Junior. Okay? Big Sills, 22? What, are you kidding me? Outside linebackers have 22. Big Sills are 23-er. I'm still the king in the Miami weight room. You look marvelous. (laughs) Cute as a cucumber. Now, see, I, I know what that means, beast. I've been given the emoji book for Christmas by my daughter, so I now officially know what cucumber means. He just called me a dick. I look good for 67. Hey, Will, my Uncle Richard had a 69 Pontiac GTO. It was black. It had shag carpet in it. It was one of the greatest-looking cars of all time. These 24-inch Pythons always remember when Big Sills is looking at you, brother. <laughs> uh, let me say something about you guys this year. I can't remember who said it, okay? But somebody said something about the Eagle season. Please, if, if I, I can't remember who did it. perseverance togetherness. That's what the fan base did this year. And by the way, we all had different opinions of how we got here to where we are now where you're nine and seven. And now a playoff team. We, we, hey, by the way, it was, somebody said it earlier too. At the beginning of the year, anybody would have, you don't you think that the, Fletcher Cox had reservations. Why shouldn't we have reservations? Don't you think Fletcher Cox had reservations at the beginning of the season? Don't you guys think that? Fletcher called everyone out subtly. He could have been the biggest jackass on the planet. Could have maybe forced his way out of Philly. You don't think people would want to maybe uh, give up a, a, a draft choice? And how he could have paid some of that money, how he could have added that to the treasure chest for this April. Could have did that. Right? He just goes like this. Yeah, you know, we're just not all on the same page. We're not all in. And I'm telling you guys, I think it was that Fletcher Cox moment. I really do. I think it was Fletcher. And I think that opened up everything. Better coaching better understanding, togetherness, toughness. Guys listening to each other. You know, I'd love to be in those team meeting rooms. I bet you anything in those team meeting rooms, I bet you it's an open conversation with players and coaches. What? Because what? why wouldn't you look at guys who have been in a Super Bowl? Why wouldn't you look at veteran guys if you're Nick Sirianni, a new coach, or you're Jonathan Gannon? Why wouldn't you do this? Why wouldn't you go like this? Guys, what's your what's your take on this? Right? Smile. Hey guys. Had no doubts. Thank you, Birdman. Thank you, man. Thank you very much. Really a great birthday present. Thank you. Togetherness, teamwork, toughness. The city stood behind him. The more as the season went on, didn't we all start to do this? Huh? All of a sudden, they listened. Will, faith in your brothers. Faith in the process, right? Those guys' blind faith was tested so much at the beginning of the year, the players. Because you're like this. Man, they just fired Doug. They got rid of Wentz. Okay, there's no more excuses now. They basically put this team together, and you know there's going to be There's going to be sacrificial lambs in this building if we don't get this shit right. Those players should be given a lot of love for what they've accomplished this year. And like you guys have said, rebuilding and doing it on the fly is incredible. I mean, it's absolutely incredible. I mean, 9-7 and you got Dallas this week. NZ Philly says this, the youth and experience of our coaching staff was a good thing. Can't teach old dogs new tricks. NFC East Beast, still the fastest two hours in broadcasting. You guys are so instrumental. Oh, Cole, thank you very much for my birthday. Yeah. Thank you, man. Still's getting a great dinner Oh, no, I'm going to have me some Coronas, man. I'm going to have me some Coronas. That's for damn sure. Big picking at the U. Great things coming up for the University of Miami this year. Hey, we've even made Xander kind of a fan this year. Wick, thank you. Eagle says, what ratio of starters do you think will play this week? I'm flying in from Oregon. Oh, man, that's so cool, dog. Um, Dude, it's Dallas. I'm not missing that game. I could have malaria, and I'm not missing that game. You think I'm missing that game, Dallas? (laughs) You may have to play. Hey, by the way, the Cowboy game's Saturday, right, if I'm not mistaken? I think the game's Saturday, right? Because they made it for the schedule to come out, like, last night. I I think it's Eagles and the Cowboys on Saturday. Oh, Gardner Mitchell's going to get some playing time this weekend. I don't know, man. I just want to beat Dallas this weekend. Guys, I want to thank you guys. You made it a great birthday. And, man, was it a fast show. It's always a great football Monday, isn't it, when you win and when you punch your ticket to the postseason. Holy cow. You guys broke 200. It's our new record. On my birthday, I can't ask for any bunch of better guys. Thank you so much. You have a great one. We're going to gonna try to get Chris Sims tomorrow, okay? Either tomorrow or Wednesday, we'll run down Chris Sims and get his thoughts on what he thinks of Jalen Hurts. If you missed the show in the first hour where Gary Cobb was awesome, please go back and watch it, share it. till tomorrow, 4 to 6 Eastern, we'll see you on the flip side.